Broadcasting live from the VictoryCasinoCruises.com studios. Your home for the Saturday MLB game of the week. And Sunday night baseball is right here. ESPN 580 Orlando. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Doug Brown. Clippers point guard Chris Paul and forward Blake Griffin will both opt out of their contracts with the team. Both players will be unrestricted free agents as of July 1st. The number one pick in the NBA draft, Markel Fultz, says the 76ers are now a playoff team. Fultz joins a Philadelphia roster that won only 75 games over the last four seasons combined. ESPN NBA analyst Tim Legler says Fultz can help. He reminds me a lot of a C.J. McCollum in that you can put the ball in his hands and initiate offense as a ball screen player because he's the best in the draft at that, but he can also go off the ball like C.J. McCollum can and be just a killer two-guard. The Sixers do hope to have a healthy Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons, who missed what would have been his rookie season with a broken right foot. He was the number one overall pick last year. On the baseball scoreboard right now, the Reds lead the Nationals 5-1 in the third. Cubs and Marlins scoreless in the third. The Braves off to a 2-0 lead on the Brewers in the second. The Red Sox lead the Angels 3-0 in the second. Before that game at Fenway Park, Boston retired the number 34 of David Ortiz. The Twins lead the Indians 4-0 in the second. The Rays lead the Orioles 5-2 in the second. Rain delay has prevented the start so far of the Rangers and Yankees in New York. On the night of the NHL draft, the Washington Capitals re-sign winger T.J. Oshie to an eight-year, 46 million dollar contract phil mickelson withdrew from the u.s open so he could attend his daughter's graduation what was it like watching it from home we'll ask him when he joins mike and mike monday morning at 9 eastern on espn radio and espn2 Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is the Kevin Sutton Show. Yeah. Coming to you live, loud, and proud from ESPN 580 Orlando. And no, this is not Kevin. This is Myra, the lady's point of view, holding it down while Kevin is out doing the daddy thing. Saving the world one dad at a time. He is, he is. And tonight he's saving like 30 dads. Oh. Yeah, yeah. He's over at Florida Hospital Winter Park. So, uh, doing the daddy thing all day long, all day long, since 1 o'clock to this afternoon. Wow. Man, he's got, like, little wings as he's an angel. Well, guys, don't forget to download our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, even Google Play Music. You can catch up on all the episodes you may have missed. Well over 300. Just type in Kevin Sutton Show for your iPhone and Google Play users. Just make sure you leave a rating, review, and definitely don't forget to subscribe. Five stars, baby. Oh, yes, Cinco. And we also want to remind our listeners that Kevin Sutton Show is proudly sponsored by Cruz and Pascara, PA, personal injury attorneys. Experience, knowledge, resources. Guys, if you already have an attorney but you're not satisfied, Cruz and Pascara will do a free case evaluation. You got it, free case evaluation to make sure you're getting what you can most out of your case. Give them a call at 800 683 5291. That's Cruz and Pascara, PA, offices Orlando. You know, we got a lot of response from that episode. They want more. They want more, and they're going to come back. Oh, Kevin is ready to ching into his uh, calls. Yeah, they what want more. What are they more. called? Solicitor calls? Oh, <laughs> yeah. The, the Do you know they just awarded someone $10,000? Yo, let me, I got to show you my call log. Oh, there you go. Hey, but let's start this night off right because we got. 
Dr. Feel. Okay. Today is Friday, baby. My words of wisdom for you all are to always borrow money from a pessimist because they'll never expect it back. That is the best way. Yeah. But the pessimist is stupid if he's lending money. Hey. Hey. That's, a, that's not your problem. Nick, can I have a dollar? I'm fresh out. <laughs> hey, don't forget we got Myra Delay's point of view. Oh, yeah. I'm having, having a good, having a good time. time. Oh, 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 oh. I'll be back up with you. Oh, that's me. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Remix. Yes. And. and it is the night after the NBA draft. We're going to get into that. But before we do, there's the guy who never raps with us, who never joins in. Just Nick. <laughs> that was a great NBA draft last night. It was so much fun. That you guys had a draft party here last night, didn't you? On uh, at the Amway Center. We were at the Amway uh, Center. They had one. We yeah. were there last year with That's the right. other That's station. That's right. You yes. were. I was not. The only time they had free food. Oh, oh, oh! <laughs> Did you guys have food last night? Yes. Oh yeah. I remember, man. I don't go if there's no free food. <laughs> yeah. Nick knows what's up. Yeah. yeah. That's true. That's true. Oh, oh. So. Has a, I, I got to start this off because today I was relaxing a little bit with Little Lincoln and I saw the LeBron James commercial. I believe it's for Microsoft. Is that it? Um, computers or HP? Okay. I haven't seen it on. You haven't? No. You've not heard about it? So this is I, all new? I, I had to take a break from LeBron after all that final stuff. No, okay, no. Okay. LeBron not, and I are on a break. I'm, I'm done talking about the greatness of LeBron and everything LeBron actually, does for a while. You know I'm I'll not be a, back next week, though. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of the king. You know, and I've made it clear. And I've actually compared him where I think he's got a bad attitude. Yeah, I know. You you're know? a hater. I'm yeah. not a hater. No, no, no. It's no, fine. No, you're no, a hater. Nick, you're right. You're She's right. a hater. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. No. <laughs> Wrap yourself up in your Golden State Warriors <laughs> flag. Enjoy it. That's fine. But you hate her. <laughs> yes. Well, anyways, a lot of my thing is because I think Michael, Michael Jordan has a phenomenal personality. You know, even with his smile, it was great. And LeBron is so serious and he takes his craft to the T that this new commercial is so not LeBron. It is so not LeBron. I'm curious. You, I'm, I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play it for you um, when we go on break. Yeah. But literally, it talks about old school and new school, and he's got an old basketball and a deflates, and he's got the Tom old... Brady? <laughs> Close, but no. He's got the old basketball shorts, the little oh, shorty the shorty. Dukes? Yes. Ew. Yes. And uh, he bends over in his short split, and then he's holding his booty as he's walking Ew. up the court. I don't want to see it that. It is hilarious. Nick. To perform with an old computer? That's like LeBron trying to perform with old equipment. Oh my goodness. And the ball went flat. <laughs> Everyone stopped. And his pick. Then his shorts Ooh. broke. Well, that is not what the fans signed up to see. His outdated equipment. Do you think that's what he had to do for losing? <laughs> Did you, are you watching it? Are you watching it? I am, yeah. It is funny though, right? Because it's so not him. I don't know. I mean, LeBron's done a lot of those. I mean, I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, he did the crying LeBron commercial where, I mean, they, they put the crying LeBron face on him and stuff. Yeah, I, he, he won that year. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess, I mean, like, I, I guess that's a good way to put it. I mean, like, yeah, I guess you're right, is that it's easier to kind of make fun of yourself after you've won. But, I mean. I, I actually, the first time I saw it, and I, I actually chuckled. Yeah. And I haven't let Kevin know, you know, because Kevin will love it. Mm, so, of course, of course. But, yeah, when we go on break, we're going to have to gonna have to show us. But, um. Do you work? Go ahead. I know, Phil, you've been dying to talk about our old uh, Superman here in town. Well, I, actually, I want to dedicate a whole segment to that. So whenever we get a chance. But it, I have some issues with Dwight Howard and some concerns. And then I'm I'm not flip-flopping, but 
Uh-oh. I think I may have an explanation. Uh-oh. Not an explanation, but a good analogy. Uh-oh. But we, we did we did have our, our draft last night, and we picked uh, Jonathan Isaac, the sixth pick. He's from uh, Florida State. And uh, he, I don't know much about him. I just know he's 6'10". Nick, do you know? Can 10. you fill us in? Yeah. 6'10", skinny, athletic guy. Um, yeah, I mean, he's on, he's on the skinnier side. I mean, he is, uh, as you said, six foot 10, six foot 11, depending on kind of how you're measuring or if you include the hair. And, uh, uh, he's got a seven foot one wingspan played at Florida state last year. Uh, very much could be the guy that ends up being the best player in this draft. If he reaches his full potential, you could say the same thing about Dennis Smith jr. As well. Uh, but, uh, the magic took him at number six. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm, I'm surprised at, um, LeVar, well, Alonzo Ball was number two. That was pretty obvious, though. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. I'm surprised his dad didn't go up there with him. LeVar, because <laughs> it looked like he was. That's the only clip that I saw was uh, while uh, taking a break while driving. <clears throat> Not while driving, you know what I mean. Yeah. Taking a break, and I saw that one. So he's, you know, he's in L.A. Um, Nick, who's the guy that got drafted to the 76ers who said? Markel Fultz. They're going to make the playoffs. He called them a playoff team today, yes. Is that true? I think that is an extreme leap of faith. Um, I really like the Sixers. I like what they have. I think they have a really interesting team under Brett Brown with Simmons and and Embiid and Sarich and, uh, and Fultz, who was taken last night, and Bob Covington as well. Uh, the thing is, though, is between those three, those best three guys like if you were to name kind of the top three guys Fultz, Simmons and Embiid they played 31 NBA games Embiid has not made it through an NBA season entirely healthy Simmons mm. sat out his entire first year with a foot injury and Fultz got drafted last night so I think we should just pump the brakes on all that just a little bit uh but but I mean, you should have the confidence though right when you're doing your yeah your, I mean like sure I'm, I mean like that's kind of the thing uh, that's kind of the catch-22 that athletes are stuck in when it comes to sports media is guys like me will say oh I just want the real guy Right? Yeah. Like, Markel Fultz, just be you. And then, you know, express yourself. Then he says something. I'm like, well, you can't say that. Right. Or, like, or, you can't say that, Markel Or he'll do the face that Shaq made when he got drafted by Orlando. Mm. <laughs> he went, oh, yeah. Like, oh. a lot of people made that about Jonathan, Jonathan, uh, Jonathan Isaac last night, too, where he said, well, it would have been nice to be drafted by a New York team, but I'm happy to be here in Florida. My roots are here in Florida, too. He so, said I mean, that? Yeah, because his whole family, his family lives in Florida and New York. So that's what he said. Because uh, wasn't I, I remember when uh when Shaq was drafted to the Magic, he really wanted to go to L.A. L.A. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that was that was his team. Yeah. Now my question is though, there's that maturity time. It's kind of like when Kevin Durant came out. You know, he's young. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're not really gonna get the effects of him here in the Magic. What? Whoever gets him three years from now, four years from now, is probably gonna well, be the Magic because he's the... gonna be under contract with the Magic for how long? Uh, you're going to get him for at minimum four years um, and a fifth year as well with it uh, 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 for at minimum four years. Every rookie deal is a let's see. What do we had in a year three here? We've had three years. It's a, every rookie deal is a four year deal with a fifth year team option. So what do you say, Meyer? We're Orlando starter wives. Yeah. So. I mean, we really are. We make them, and then everybody else takes them. Uh, it's, uh, <laughs> things are different now than Shaq. Like, I think yeah, you're basing yeah, yeah. your opinion based on Shaq, and it's a very out. It's an outdated system. It's reverse. It's, it's di- reverse Dwight Howard. It's different now. They give all of the incumbent teams an advantage, though it's not necessarily always an advantage, though, to keep their guys. You can offer them more money. Uh, and if you build a good winning situation, the guys want to stay. Like, guys don't leave winning situations for the most point. Uh, most part, that is. Um so I think to kind of say he's just going to go in four years is, I mean, he got drafted last night. Yeah. Well, I just mean with our lineup right now, can we, can it work? You know? No, no. This team's going to win probably 30 games at most again next year. Uh, Great. Unless they do something in free agency that I don't see happening. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I know we got to go to commercial break, yeah. but Dwight well, Howard.
Blake Griffin, too. Blake Griffin and Chris Pauley opted oh. out. Of her, so yeah. I'm going to talk about that, too, when we come yeah, back. Yeah, what does that mean? Yeah. Okay. Hey, this is the Kevin Sutton Show. It's Friday night. We're holding it down. We're Dr. Phil, Myra, ladies, one of you, and Nick. We'll be right back. This is the Kevin Sutton Show. It is Friday night, and Friday. we are back here in the studio. We want to remind our listeners, Kevin Sutton Show is brought to you by Carl Black, Buick, GMC, and Chevy. If you're looking for a new or used car, head over to Carl Black. They have great financing options and a great service department. Go on over to Carl Black, number one GMC dealership over in East Orlando. Tell them the Kevin Sutton Show sent you. And guys, you can leave us a voice message on our website without even dialing a phone number. Just head to KevinSuttonShow.com, and on the right side of the screen, click on the Speak Pipe button. Keep it clean because we will play it on the air. You can ask us any questions or just give us a comment, but whatever you do, just head to KevinSuttonShow.com. Oh, yes. So, um, a subject that we've talked about quite often on this show, and uh, but a different perspective right now, is um, our old uh, player, Dwight Howard. Yes. And uh, I'm going to let you take the lead on this. Well... Okay, so he got traded to the Hornets. Right. Right. It's going down. This is down, okay. Down. I, I, I'm I'm a little I'm a little rusty here with how many teams he's been on since he's left uh, Orlando. But I think it this was this will a, be number four. It was the Lakers, and then after the Lakers, Atlanta. it was Houston, Houston, Houston. then it was Atlanta, then Atlanta. Now, now Charlotte, and now Charlotte. Okay. Before I get started, is his career over? Like, where where does he have? To, no. No. But he's okay. not a big name. He's not one of the big names you, you hear about and talk about anymore. No, but he hasn't been that since, I mean, he was since a salary he Lakers. Dump. He was a salary dump, right? Like, I, I mean, like, yeah, he was a salary. Oh, listen, like, I ain't going to cape up for Dwight here. I mean, like, yeah. I mean, like when I saw Dwight got, got traded, like, I felt sorry for him, right? Like, yeah. because it's a salary dump. But then again, like, uh, Atlanta took on a bad Miles Plumley contract, too. Like, they took on this, the, the lesser Plumley, the second best Plumley on a bad contract as well, and moved back in the draft to get rid of Dwight, which I think just says a lot about what Dwight is in your locker room. Like, yeah. the, the the virus that is Dwight uh, finds a way to kind of infect your locker room, and that's infect your locker room, and that's what happens. Let me ask you, Nick. Um, yeah. That kind of move that Atlanta made last night, mm -hmm. is he aware of it when it's taking place? Or? No, because Dwight tweeted at 8.55, hey, everybody, give me some great NBA trade scenarios. And at 9 o'clock, oh, the news you. broke. You didn't see this? The news broke that he got traded. I no, Dwight had no okay. idea. I have a newborn. I'm, I'm a little. Oh, out well, that's game. fine. Like I mean, <laughs> no. Oh, wow. So this must be. I mean, I'm sure it was surprising. Horrible, horrible yeah. for him. Plus, I mean, he was only there one year. I mean, he signed a three-year, seventy and a half million dollar deal, and he's in there for one year. So these contracts are any of them ever guaranteed? They're all guaranteed. He's getting paid. Well, he's no, I mean money. like the the your tenure. Uh, yeah, you can get a no trade clause if you're able to negotiate for it, and you have to you 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 have to negotiate that at the time that the contract is signed. But I mean, a guy like like there's a reason why Carmelo Anthony's not gone from New York. It's because he has a no trade clause, and he wants to go exactly where he wants to go. And uh, I'll bet you that the next place that Chris Paul goes, he's going to try to get the same thing—a no trade clause. Because at a point in your career, you want to have control. Well, the thing with Dwight Howard. Um... There was a was it Orlando Signal it article was a Sentinel DR, about yeah. uh, someone told him that he should never have left Orlando. Does that does that does that sound like a bitter ex girlfriend now being mad that he, or now being happy that he never made it? <laughs> I I didn't read the article. Um, I so I can't speak to exactly what was said in there. No, I'm sure plenty of people said, "Hey, you know, 
don't go. Hey, yeah, I mean, the grass is not always greener. I, I don't know who said that, um, and, and, and I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sure whether or not, you know, when it was said, how, how, uh, you know, how far that story goes. But, I mean, at the time, I'm sure plenty of people were saying, hey, Dwight, like, you, you just went to the finals here in Orlando. Like, we got a good thing here in Orlando. The grass is not always greener outside of where you are. And uh, I'm sure Dwight, and, and just like Shaq, when Shaq did it, though it worked out well for Shaq, when he comes back here to Orlando one day when they are inducting him into the team ring of honor, and eventually they will, Dwight will do the thing that everybody does, and that's say, I shouldn't have left. And, and, and this one will ring true more than any because there really could have been something here. And instead, uh, Dwight had to be Dwight, had to infect everybody and force his way out. Well, before before we move on, mm-hmm. I got. Do you you feel that his position as the the big man center is gone? Yes. Because like, everybody's they're all shooting threes now. Yeah, Dwight's been marginalized. Like yeah, that's really so, the thing is is it's been two things for Dwight since he left Orlando. One, Dwight's attitude has forced him off of some teams. Like yeah. there have now been two teams. Let me see, one, two, yeah, two teams, and there will soon be a third because Charlotte will be the same, that have rejoiced getting rid of Dwight Howard. Houston, I thought they were going to throw a freaking parade like they won the NBA Finals. Yeah. I mean, it's And Atlanta gladly got what rid of him. Yes. What, I mean, what has he done? They say he's a pout. Yeah, he pouts. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, Dwight's the guy who, who he, Dwight, Dwight's game, because he's not refined offensively, has always been, okay, well, you got to go do the dirty work. You need to get rebounds. You need to pick and roll. You need to get to the rim. And if they don't reward him, and this was always the thing, like when he played with the Magic, you would see early in a game, we're going to pound it into Dwight. It's because if you didn't, Dwight would pout, and then Dwight would have a bad game. So that is the thing. And when Dwight had his exit interview, Dwight did what Dwight always does, which is kind of feed into some drama. He did that thing where they ask him, so do you feel like the season went well? well? I mean, like, I don't really know, man. Like, I mean, we lost in the playoffs, and I mean, you know, you can – and he'll do that thing where he'll kind of openly say, you can argue about role and what happens, but I'm not sure. That's what Dwight does. And eventually you get a new GM in there, and he's like, I'm not dealing with this. That's you know? good. That's got to be a testament of why they need to go to college, right? Because they can, they can unlearn those bad habits or be coached out of those bad habits, right? Uh, not until the one-and-done system changes because you don't change that thing with Dwight yeah. in one year in college, let's say. Not to mention most of these college coaches build these kids up. You think John Calipari's changing that? No, he wants to make sure that Dwight Howard wins some games, right? He's yeah. going to pump Dwight Howard up even more. Uh, so if they change the one-and-done system where a kid has to play for, let's say, three years or at minimum two, mm-hmm. sure, because if they play for minimum two, that means that they're in college for a year and a half. Right now they're in college for, like, four months, five months. Like, Ben Simmons probably didn't even go to – Ben Simmons went to classes, but Ben Simmons didn't go to class probably after the, the middle of February. That's insane. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's insane. They're not there. I mean, they're not in school. It's a joke right now. Wow. Well, I, I mean, we said it, and I – Geez, when did he leave here? 2014 was when he left Orlando? 2013. 2012. 2012, yeah, he went to the okay. Lakers. And that was a disappointing team. They had everybody, too. They that had was one of the Ron super Artest, teams. Yeah. Steve, Steve Nash, uh, Kobe. Uh, who else did they have? They had Powell. Uh, but was it, Powell was it, didn't Kobe get injured that year? Was it? <sighs> I, I want to say, was it? Probably. No, Steve Nash was Steve. injured that year. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I remember us talking about this, and um, I guess it was the old ESPN station, and mm-hmm. we were, because um, we were big fans of Dwight at that time. Mm-hmm. You know, the All-Stars game was going on. We even had a, a you know, a poster of him in the in the studio. Yeah. You know, and uh, and I remember us saying, he'll never be what he is here anywhere else. But doesn't that sound just bitter? Well, it's it's factual. I mean. But how but how would you know? He, he could have been. He, because there's. Because he, the role the role that he should have been is is the role like Shaq, you know, dominating big man who's stronger than everybody else. But he was the star of Orlando and he was going to L.A. Yeah. Come on. He wasn't going to outshine but, Kobe. But, but do you what, wish, Was but he going to outshine Kobe? Neither does Shaq. 
No, but I'm saying when he was in Orlando, he was. I mean, they had billboards. They had stuff all over town. I remember. You remember? I remember. Okay, and you go to, from Orlando to L.A. You really think that's going to happen in L.A.? No. But I'm, I'm saying. And he made all those kids here, you know? Well, he had a he, legacy. Well, we well, should see his, his stock number now in Atlanta. <laughs> hey. <laughs> no, but uh, moving on a little bit, um, Blake Griffin and Chris Paul. Right. They got, uh, they opted out of their contract, so they'll be free agents. When's free agency start, Nick? In July first. Oh, okay. Now, why would Blake Griffin? Okay, this is a guy who the Both last two years has gotten injured when mm-hmm. he went into the playoffs. Chris Paul too. But I would say he would be. I don't know. I, I thought he would have taken the caution role and stayed. I mean, with the Clippers. Yeah, I thought that that option was there for Blake. Yeah, to opt in one more year. Right. And But here's the thing. So you opt into one more year, then you get hurt again, and, and, and the salary cap maybe, you know, isn't what it is. I'm, I'm not sure kind of what they project to be next year. Uh, I think that for a guy like Blake Griffin, it actually makes more sense to opt out here and go for the short money now, even with the injury history. And it's a ton of injury history where I'm sure some teams will stay away yeah. rather than go back onto the team one more year where, Dick let's up. say you opt back in, Chris Paul opts out, and then they trade DeAndre Jordan and it's you and a bunch of stiffs and that team is awful. Yeah. And then you've really your value is really hurt. I think now mm. is the time for Blake to go for that one last contract and maybe somebody... And while wow, it's strange to even say that about Blake Griffin, because like I watched him play in college, and I mean, uh, it's it's uh, he was so good when he came into the league, and he's still very good. But the injuries, the amount of injuries he's had uh, on both legs, is concerning. But uh, uh, see if you can get a team to buy him, and like a team like Boston, a team like Miami, and Oklahoma City are, the, are are three teams that are rumored out there to be kind of after his services. Do you think him and Chris Paul will be a package deal? No, 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 not at all. I I think that actually, if you if you gave some truth serum to that. Uh, that L.A. Clippers front office now with Jerry West there as well, who left the Warriors to go to L.A., uh, I think that they would rather have Chris Paul and then kind of leave it with Blake Griffin. Like, I think that the the injuries with Blake and all that, I think that they're ready for kind of, I think they'd be okay with that, to move on from there. Wow. Well, Blake Griffin's a part of uh, uh, Factor Fiction Friday, just to give you oh. that. I, and I've, I've, uh, I've seen him play. He's a phenomenal player. I mean, he's, he's a beast. He's got the structure and everything to do it. Where do you think, if you were Blake Griffin, where would you go? Does Boston really want me? Because I'd probably go to Boston. Really? Uh, that's that's kind of one of the perfect teams-ish for him. Uh, there, there's t- kind of two schools of thought. If I'm leaving L.A., I'm going to Boston or Miami. Um, go where he went. Go to, Minnesota? Go to, go to Minnesota. <laughs> I don't know if there's necessarily a place for him there in Minnesota because Carl Anthony Towns is their power forward, and Carl Anthony Towns is really good at basketball too. And I don't think Minnesota is going to pay him what, what he could get paid. Um, Miami I would go because that's a very interesting team that finished really strong. Uh, you get to play under Pat Riley and the great culture there, and they're always going to be in it for for more players. Boston, because you go to Boston, you can you can win the Eastern Conference next year. Yeah. Well, you, wow, you really think so? You yeah. could. I mean, like I, I'm probably over speaking to how good that team could yeah. be. Like I don't know how good Jason Tatum is going to be, and whether or not they make a deal for like Paul George, let's say. But I'm expecting for them to add Gordon Hayward, and then they add like a Blake Griffin, and I don't even know if that works under the salary cap. Yeah, that team's going to be really good. Like that, that'll be a fun team to watch. Wow. When we come back, I, I want to, before we get into a little bit of wrestling, wrestling. history, I wanted to talk about, um, are these players going to pay too much? Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, hey, this is the Kevin Sutton Show. This is Meyer, the lady's point of view, holding it down. We'll be right back on ESPN 580 Orlando.
have diabetes, high blood pressure, or high cholesterol, lose up to 30 to 40 pounds of fat in 40 days and reduce your risk. Hi, I'm Dr. Patrick St. Germain, D.C., host of ESPN 580's BurnFatOrlando.com. Don't start another diet, take another pill, or even consider surgery until you tune into my show and learn the secrets of how to lose 30 to 40 pounds without hunger, cravings, prepackaged foods, drugs, pills, or shots. Tune in to ESPN 580 Saturday and Sunday mornings at 8. And remember, we want to see less of you. Oh, yes, it's Friday night, and we are back with the Kevin Sutton Show, holding it down here, talking NBA draft, talking about lots of great things, but we are going to have to make a little time for a WWE update since we weren't here last night, or Wednesday. Yes. But before we get into that, I want to remind our listeners, Kevin Sutton Show is brought to you by Cruz and Pascara PA. They do free case evaluations, and they're a great firm. They give you a name, you're recognized, they treat you well, and they provide results. So it's Cruz and Pascara, PA. You can always go to our website, kevinsuttonshow.com, and click on the link, go directly right to them. And we're also proud to do an intro. That's Cruz and Pascara, PA. Also, remember, guys, they uh, we had Mike and Ben here earlier in the week. And yes. they were talking about Brian went actually out to California, California. to see, to talk to, to a, a witness. Co- yes, personally. Yep. You don't get that service with other 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 law firms no so. not at all and they're going to be back next week they'll be back because we didn't get into we need the full, things enough. they're so busy you know we, we they're probably doing litigation stuff so we need them <laughs> we need a whole day a whole day with cruising pascara there you go that's right cruising cats cruising pascara pa okay all right so, so before we head into the wwe there was one more point that you wanted to make well dude I, this is just my opinion so if you want to get mad you can send text messages to nick all day at espn 580 nick on twitter uh, <laughs> I think these NBA players are getting paid too much. You know, mm-hmm. people talk about the cap so many times. And uh, me and Maya were talking about on the break. Mike Conley, that dude has what? Is, Nick, does he have the? He has the biggest contract, doesn't he? Who is this? Mike Conley, in uh, the NBA. Uh, it? It, it depends on you mean gross in terms of the amount in the deal or yearly. He, he's making twenty six million dollars a year. Yeah, LeBron makes more a year. Okay, but still. Who Mike, Mike Conley and LeBron? You know what I'm saying? Like, Mike Conley's a very good point guard. Yeah, yes. but but still, the dude, I mm-hmm. I don't think these players should be making that much money because then because then I, I I think, let's see, I'm trying to say what point am I trying to put it here? They have incentives, correct, for a performance. For some the, do, some don't, but most of them do. So like, I'm sure Mike Conley gets a bonus if the team makes the finals. I'm sure he gets a bonus if he's named to an All NBA team or something like that. Yes. Is there a point? Is there a point where you think that? the bubble has to burst on how much these players are making for, for, for not delivering. You know what I'm saying? You, I mean, granted, we're, we're in the dark so ages right now. Saying LeBron Cleveland is worth his money. Steph is yeah, worth his money. Yeah, LeBron has proved it. But here's the thing. Like, all of these players are worth what the market will bear, right? That's what I'm like, saying. I've, the I've, market should come down. Well, th- that's fine. You need to convince the 32 the owners. Competitive owners and their general managers that you know they need to do that, and perhaps that will happen. That's why we have lockouts in sports, right? When they yeah. the owners say, "Hey, you're paid too much," the players say, "No, we're not paid enough," and then they get to an impasse, and then they they have some sort of a lockout. Uh, I I think what you're doing though, I mean, like, and I know you're using Mike Connolly just as an example. Mike Connolly's a very good point guard in this league, and he's extremely undervalued. There's not a Mike Connolly walking around on every single block. That's why these guys are paid so much. Yeah. I mean, uh, a couple of summers ago, I got a chance, and I, I'm sure you'll see this 
on the TV from time to time uh, during the summer. But, like, you know how Ice Cube's big three-on-three tournament is yeah, going up this yeah, year? Yeah. Yeah. There's another tournament that goes on during the summer. It's a tournament for $2 million bucks, and they put together all these teams. It's a 64-team bracket. It's called the basketball tournament, TBT. Okay. Uh, right. I called GameSport about two summers ago. I was in L.A. and Chicago, and I went there. My eyes were really opened up as to how good these NBA players are because the guys that were in this tournament were dudes that washed out of the league or wow. didn't quite make it. And these guys were good. I mean, they were so good. Like, uh, Ike Diago was there. He was a former third overall pick, washed out of the league, couldn't play, right? Yeah. This guy dominated. I watched him put up, like, 45 points in a game or something like that. I don't think you understand how small a sample of the population these players are. And when you are within that small sample, you're worth that kind of money. I mean, think about the 1% of the 1% of... I don't know, brain surgeons. Mm -hmm. They're getting paid maybe not $25 million a year, but they're getting paid that upper end of what a market value is for them, whether it be $15, $16, $17 million a year. When you have a very specific skill set, you can command that kind of price. It's why LeBron's paid what it is. In fact, I would say LeBron is underpaid at this point because of what he brings in terms of money and, and, and everything like that. The salary cap drags LeBron down. And when you say that that system may drag LeBron down, it probably lifts a couple of guys up as well. Evan Turner shouldn't be making $17 million a year, but he has a skill set. The market bared that $17 million. So I wouldn't say necessarily they're all completely overpaid. I think on the LeBron factor, his salary is one part of it, but the amount of money he gets in endorsements well makes up for it. You know, it's like HP commercial. When you when you bring it does. when you bring your name value to it, mm-hmm. you know that that gap. It is does, but that name value sells tickets for Dan Gilbert though as well, right? I mean, yeah, like Dan, Dan Gilbert makes a ton rolling, of money. Yeah. The Goodyear patch is going to be on LeBron's jersey, and LeBron sees a small, minute amount of money from that because I don't think that was collectively bargained. Actually, I'm not sure what the split is on that, but I mean, wow. you would think, of course, like LeBron being LeBron, the space on his jersey, that two by two patch, is worth, worth a, a ton of a lot more than the space on the front of I don't know uh, John. Jonathan Isaac's jersey, who just got drafted by the Magic last year. But that real estate, um, you know, it, it's the same amount of real estate on on, on the two players. So uh, I, I get I get where you're coming from on uh, with that. But everything LeBron does also makes Dan Gilbert money, too. So <laughs> Yeah. No, yeah. I, I got you. I got you. Okay. Well. We could argue that all day. We could. We could. Well, you know, we're here It's all, a long summer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll bring it back. We'll, we'll bring it back. Okay. So we're not going to get too much into wrestling. Uh, it's just that today is a very significant day in WWE history. Yes, it is. Uh, it's not Time Warp Tuesday, but I always say this is a little bit of Flashback Friday here. 21 years ago today was a start of the greatest era in wrestling history, was the start of the Attitude Era, and that all kicked in with Stone Cold Steve Austin. And uh-huh. he, he cut a promo at the 1996 King of the Ring where he defeated Jake the Snake Roberts, and that's where the infamous Austin 316 Shirt, all the inf- all that. All stuff. that happened. That's this, where it this started. Is, this is the promo. It's about a minute and forty seconds long. Uh, the, it's it's so great. We have to play the whole thing. All right, Nick. The fourth prestigious King of the Ring, Stone Cold Steve Austin, an incredible victory. The first thing I want to be done is to get that piece of crap out of my ring. Don't just get him out of the ring, get him out of the WWF. Because I've proved, son, without a shadow of a doubt, you ain't got what it takes anymore. You sit there and you thump your Bible and you say your prayers and it didn't get you anywhere. Talk about your Psalms, talk about John 316. 
Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass. Come on, that's not necessary. All he's got to do is go buy him a cheap bottle of Thunderbird and try to dig back some of that courage he had in his prime. As the king of the ring, I'm serving notice to every one of the WWF superstars. I don't give a damn what they are. They're all on the list, and that's Stone Cold's list, and I'm fixing to start running through all of them. As far as this championship match is considered, son, I don't give a damn if it's Davey Boy Smith or Shawn Michaels. Steve Austin's time has come, and when I get the shot, you're looking at the next WWF champion, and that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. Obviously, anything but humble. The yeah. fourth prestigious oh, king that, of the ring, that. That launched, every, that launched so. everything. And, you know, that wasn't... Back in that day, A lot the WWE gave a lot of their uh, talent the creative control to do the promos. They, that they, want. they weren't scripted. Yeah. They weren't scripted. So you hear that, yeah. right? Nick, back in the day, you knew, you knew who Stone Cold was when you, you know when you were younger. Oh, I still remember going to my fourth grade class in Chicago, and the other kids in the class had the Stone Cold Steve Austin yeah. T-shirts on. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I wasn't into it, but they were into now, it. Now, can't, can't you say... As as you're listening now, that promo is way better than anything Some in wrestling stuff. today. Yeah, like I mean, that's good. Like Remember I mean, it's it's interesting, I guess. One? I mean, yeah. The yeah. One and, give, and give and give and give. Well, yeah, it, it's so, it's so scripted now. You we we don't have promos like that anymore. We just don't. And I wish we would go back to that because that was fantastic. We just have a problem on delivery of promos and the the yeah. written up. Because I I gotta tell you, I mean, not to you know toot my horn, but John Cena is still. Mm -hmm. Comes off well, except when he's on his. Uh, I'm on TV. It and depends on yeah. week week to week. Week, yeah, because yeah. sometimes he sounds like a baby. Yeah, that was awesome. I remember that time. So. Yeah, so that was 1996, uh, June 23rd, 1996. That was the King of the Ring. They don't even do that term anymore, but you know, they they. I wish they would, but Stone Cold Steve Austin, man, that was that was that, that was, was the cool launch time. of the Attitude Era because that was that was a time when. Everything decided. Everything kind of shifted from cartoon characters to more reality-based. Yeah. And so. And he fit that role perfect. And so a lot of stuff wasn't scripted. Uh, I mean, obviously, the stuff in the ring was, but like a lot yeah. of the promos, they were able to just have bullet points. So you, you saw that he got his point across by saying, "I want the king to ring. Screw you, Jake the Snake. Anybody else who's gonna who's in the WWE, I'm gonna take care of you." Yep. Yeah. Hey. That was an awesome uh, Time Warp Tuesday, Way Back Wednesday. Flashback Friday. Flashback WWE. Friday. That was awesome. It was well worth it. But Factor Fiction Friday's coming it's up. It's just the two of you guys. So you guys got to battle on. each other. Okay. All right. All right. I'm going with whatever Nick's not going with. <laughs> hey, this it's is the Kevin Sun Show. <laughs> We are back. Oh, so much going on. So much conversation. I mean, we could talk about NBA salary caps yeah. for a whole week. Let's do, that. Let's do that Monday. Let's pull out every... You, <laughs> you see that. I'm sorry to interrupt, but you see the WNBA, they've got Mayo Clinic on their chest. So the, the advertising is there. Yes. It's there. They probably started earlier than the NBA, though. Yes. Yeah, yeah. They need the money. Probably. They'll take any money they can get. Yeah. We could probably sponsor a team. You want to? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it, to me, it's sad. You know how I feel about yeah. <laughs> women in women in sports. Yeah. But um, let's get into something fun. Let's get into fact or fiction Friday. It is Friday, so that means it's fact or fiction. Since we're out of Kevin tonight, the two of you 
are now super detectives. Okay. I have four athletes and celebrities, and you guys have to decide which of these truths is not. Okay? Okay, I'm ready. Are you guys ready to go? Yeah. Our first person is Shaq. Shaquille O'Neal. All right. Fact or fiction? Shaq has made only one three-pointer in his entire NBA career. Fact or fiction? Shaq has four albums. One of them is an R&B album called Let Me Put My Shaq in You. Fact or fiction? Ew. He made an appearance on the show Teletubbies. Myra, what is the truth well, out of the three? I don't know if I should explain this because it'll probably give a lot, but you know, Shaq is known for being in everything uh -huh. and anything. Uh -huh. I'm going to go with Teletubbies. And you were in a Shaq video. Yes, I was. Nick, did you know that? She was, Myra was I in a did, Shaq video. Yeah, yes. she's told us that. Yeah. yeah, it's not something I'm really proud of. Because yeah. <laughs> she was twerking. <laughs> no, I was not twerking. <laughs> All right, so you said he was in Teletubbies. Yes. Okay, and Nick. Uh, I'm going to go Teletubbies here as well. I know he's made more than one three in his career, I think. So I'm going to go Teletubbies. It is actually the three-pointer. Wow, he only made really? one three-pointer. By the way, look at how career. the NBA has changed. Right? We, yeah. And we were just talking. You know, it's not like I've made these because I'm trying to steal the conversation. So that's true. We were just talking about the positions and all that stuff. So, yeah, it was he made wow. one three-pointer in his entire I didn't look that up. Okay. But uh, in his uh, entire career, he made one three. One three pointer. Well, yeah. we, remember the big joke was he couldn't uh, do the free throws. three throws, and they yeah. had a coach just to teach him that. Yeah. He's still 19th on the list for for all time. But anyway, our Shaq next made that one three with Orlando in the 95-96 season. Wow. Wow. Our next athlete is the late great Muhammad Ali. Mm. We have I don't think we've done him before. Mm -mm. So, all right, fact or fiction? Muhammad Ali stole the line. Float like a butterfly, sting like a bee from Humphrey Bogart. Fact or fiction, he starred in a Broadway musical. Or fact or fiction, he has 11 kids. Let's go with Nick. Uh, I'm going to go... Uh, 11 kids feels high. Um, I'm going to go with the Broadway musical. I, I don't think he stole that line. And my... 11 kids. Okay. The I know he's got a huge family. 11 feels high. I thought high. it was nine, but... We'll go with 11. The fact in this is that he did star in a Broadway musical. Wow. It was called Buck White in 1969, and he does have nine kids, Meyer. You're okay. correct. Okay. All right. Our, nine, 10, 11. Who's yeah, counting? During, those, during that Ali funeral, was, there were so many family members. During, that's all I remember, yeah. All right. Our next athlete I mentioned this earlier is Blake Griffin. Okay. All right. Fact or fiction? Blake was homeschooled until he was in the eighth grade. Fact or fiction? He interned for Saturday Night Live. For fact or fiction, he knows how to play piano, and his favorite song is Titanic. To play, not... <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Myra. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Homeschool. Homeschool and Nick. Homeschool. It is Homeschool. You two are correct. You guys knew that one, huh? That one wasn't too hard. It sounded pretty... And I, and I didn't think Blake he... Griffin has a homeschool feel to him. He looks like... He has that face, doesn't he? Uh, no, I, what face are you talking about? What, it's that, what, that what homeschool does he have? face. Huh? What does he have that... I don't know, like, Blake's just kind of, he's always kind of had that, that, that personality. I don't know, I've just kind of, of all those things, that felt like it fit the most. <laughs> he seems kind of reserved to me. Yeah. Homeschool. Yeah. 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 All right, our last is a celebrity. It is Vin Diesel. Mm -hmm. All right. Lives Fa his life a quarter of a mile at a time. Fact or fiction, <laughs> Vin Diesel is his real name. Fact or fiction, he has an identical twin. 
Or fact or fiction, he's a huge Dungeons and Dragons fan. Nick. So let's go with Nick. I'm picking the truth. Yes. All right. I know Vin Diesel is not his real name. Okay. I'm going to go with the third one you said. Dungeons and Dragons. That's what, you, that's what you're saying? No, I'm going to go with the second one you said. I, he has an identical twin. Third one you said. Dungeons, Dungeons and Dragons. And Dragons. <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons. Okay. We're going Dungeons and Dragons. Now, Myra. I know that The Rock has a uh, his nephew or cousin is his uh, body stunt guy. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to actually go with Dungeons and Dragons. Okay. It is Dungeons and Dragons, guys. Yes. Vin, Vin Diesel's real name is Mark Sinclair. Uh, he was Also named, a cool name. Yeah. He... Uh, his, but Vin uh, Diesel seems cool. His oh, stepfather, so cool. his stepfather, uh, black guy. His mom, his mom's a white woman. His stepfather's a black guy. Name was Vincent, and they, they said they gave him the nickname Diesel because he always had uh, so much energy. They said he ran off of diesel fuel. He does have a twin, but like Nick, he's fraternal. Fraternal, yeah. He has a fraternal twin, and yes, he he played Dungeons and Dragons since he was 12 years old. How about old. that? That's cool. Yeah. yeah. Factor fiction, guys. You can hashtag it on our website at f o f. Easy to find. That was cool. And I was right on that Ali, because I remember it was yeah. an odd number, yeah, that yeah, yeah. nine, but I was like, maybe it is 11. You yeah. know, maybe it had two more we didn't know about. I got to put these, I got to put these in a compilation, a compilation video, like, uh, like on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. I need, I, I need the hookup. Yeah. That'll be cool. That'll be really, really cool. If you're listening, will help me out. <clears throat> I love. <laughs> Do we have any pay-per-views coming up for uh, wrestling? Yeah. Good thing you mentioned that. Um, before we get out of here, the money in the bank, remember the money in the right. bank, that happened on Sunday. Oh, last it did? Sunday. So they had the women's money in the bank. Yes. The biggest controversy out of that is that a man took the briefcase and gave it to Carmella. No. So everybody is uh, crapping the themselves. James Ellsworth, he's the little runt. He hangs around Carmella. So everybody is ext was extremely upset that they saying that ruined the match. Yeah. Granted, I mean, it's a part of the storyline. Right. They are doing it again. They are doing the Money in the Bank match again next Tuesday to kind of boost the rating because remember, remember, right? the ratings have been... Have they still been? Yes. Well, Raw did pull a 3-1 last week. Okay. Uh, no, last week. Uh, Monday. Monday, yeah. Yeah. Raw, Raw did pull a 3-1, so the Raw has been great. Um, but yeah, so they're doing the Money in the Bank again this Tuesday, and, and James Ellsworth is banned from the ring, but that has been the biggest issue is that... You know, you have all this women's revolution stuff and the first ever this, the first ever that. They had the right. first ever Hell in a Cell, the first ever cage match. Now they have the first ever Money in the Bank. Didn't they have the first ladder match, too? Mm -hmm. Well, this is the first Money in the Bank ladder match. Yeah. So yes. and, and then a man just happened to take the briefcase. and That's ridiculous. So it, it's, it's silly. It's silly, but it is, it is wrestling. That, so that, that's their MO to be silly and cause a lot of controversy because this actually got a lot of mainstream attention. Yes. And you know what else? We didn't have Rich Rogers tonight. We've got to find out if they made... Um, they reached their Guinness Book of Records at uh, Go Skate Day on Wednesday. Oh. That was a huge factor. So um, we'll have to find out if, if uh, get, get aboard, they actually accomplished that. So Yeah. It was yeah. raining, though. There was that option that if it rained, it was going to be just canceled. So we'll oh, find out. We'll get an update. You can't do that in Florida. Well, I mean, you can't you, skateboard and rain. I mean, you can. It's just going to be very dangerous. Yeah, <laughs> it's going to be extremely dangerous. So we'll find out. And uh, I can't wait to get into wrestling next week because we have uh, a caller who has a little opinion is going to call in next week on wrestling Wednesday. Oh, yeah. I told him. I said, you know, just just call in. Just call in. <laughs> you know, and I realized, I analyzed this with Kevin. I said, John Cena is like the updated, new, and better Mark Wahlberg. I think John Cena <laughs> is not Mark Wahlberg. I think Mark Wahlberg is in a different 
league, but I think if Mark Wahlberg wrestled, he would be like John Cena. Right? I mean, you get it. It's like a mini me. Yeah. They should hang out and like dress alike and be like. Aren't they in Daddy's Home? Aren't they in that movie together? Yes, yes. And it's exactly like a mini me. Oh, before we got here, John Cena is in another movie, uh, Tour de France movie. But it's a comedy. Okay. I forgot who the other actor is, but he's in a Tour de France movie coming out, and, it's, and he's all buffed up. With, John and Cena his, has a wig on. No, way. And his Grid show came out this week. American was, Grit. American Grit was out because he had a promo yeah. video going on. So, so much going to happen next week. We're going to have uh, Cruz and Pascara in here. We're going to be talking about wrestling Wednesday, and who knows what other action people may stop by. Dude, next week's going to be a good week. Hey, you guys have a great weekend. I want to thank everyone for all the love on the pictures of Lincoln and the updates. Really, really appreciate that. Hey, and uh, Kevin, keep strong, teaching the dads. I want to thank Nick, Dr. Phil. Happy birthday, son. And me holding it down. Oh, happy birthday, Dominic, with the ladies' point of view. This is the Kevin Sutton Show. See you next week. Peace.